true queen and mother of dragons. She's a master of sass, forever my hairballs, and my best friend. Here's the woman who taught me to be a badass, the one and only Clayton Joyner. Hi, Hannah. Hi, Clayton. Thank you so much for being oh, here. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm so pleased to be here. You know what I wrote that I didn't know you were going to be wearing a sweatshirt that said I'm Mother of Dragons? I'm literally wearing a sweatshirt that says Mother of Dragons on oh. it. Oh, uh, like I see it. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for being here. Oh, thanks I for having me. I feel like to wet our whistle. Okay. And the listener's whistle. Yeah. We should just talk about like how we met and like some of our memories. Oh, Okay. Okay, I'll start. Okay, church on memory lane. First time I met you, I saw you at Power Hour dancing to single ladies <laughs> yes. in your black and white bandage dress. That checks out. Black Uggs, <laughs> big ponytail, teased. Um, I made some styling mistakes. You did um, Back in 2008, 2009. I thought you looked it's, cool as fuck. It wasn't a great era for me, but... Um, was it a great era for anyone? I don't think so. I, I wore that red... Um, red and purple cheetah print sweater, which is still under my bed. With your red cowboy boots? With my red cowboy boots <laughs> and like, and like a skirt that had tulle under it. Like a black mini skirt with tulle. I feel like you'd still wear that today. It's fucked up. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> a little bit. I was just like, you're too cool to be friends with me. And here we are. Here we are. My first memory of you was like seeing you at a party in college and being like, that girl looks like a lion. That's like, you had, like, a lion's mane of hair. It was, like, blonde and, like, kind of, like, wavy and beautiful. And I was, like, who's this pretty freshman girl? Oh, my God. Let's kill her. Let's murder her. I also have a distinct memory of you and your ex-boyfriend, who I won't even bother naming, <laughs> eating a Subway sandwich, and you left all my jokes. I remember that exact evening. And I remember being, like, oh, my God, Clayton Turner's laughing at my jokes. Oh my this is so cool. I remember that. I remember that Subway sandwich. I think it was an Italian um, with onions and mayonnaise. Like what you just got yeah, at Yeah, like what I just got at Pop Belly's not an hour ago. Clayton and I have spent the entire day together, so you yeah. could say we're ready for this moment. Yeah, we're, we were, we're ready. We're I'm pretty excited. Um, and then, yeah, I feel like college was really fun. We got fucked it up. Was, it was a crazy time. For everyone, some bad choices were made, some good choices were made. I mean, like all the dominoes we ordered, I would say was a good choice. Yeah, and don't forget DP dough. And the oh fuck me, the DP dough. I know that's a calzone uh, place for the listeners. Oh my god, right? They don't all know. For all the listeners the out there who don't know, it's a calzone spot um, in Bloomington Normal. They aren't paying us, by the way, to talk about this. Sponsor me. Um, but <laughs> sponsor me. Uh, but. They're, they're great calzones. Oh my god, I remember my ingredients were always <laughs> like garlic, eggplant, um, cheese, and like turkey or ground beef. That's such a crazy order. And and then they like stopped having eggplant. And I remember like being drunk and being like, what? And they're like, we don't have it anymore. Like we were I losing money on why. it. Why? Yeah, they're like, we were losing yeah. money on it. No one else wanted it. You were literally the only the person only that ordered person. it. And I was like, I feel very attacked. And I need to know that I'm being heard. I was very basic, and I just liked sausage. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing has changed. Um, yeah. Yeah. I had a period, like, last week where I had sausage in involved in three meals in a row. That's fine. I had, like, a Polish sausage for lunch, and then I had, like, something with dinner, and then I had breakfast sausage in the morning. It should be, a, like, a food group. A major Savage. food group. Yeah. Totally. Mm -hmm. And then also, you can't, like, like sausage without people being like, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> and be like, she's a sausage Be like, can I get sausage? Yeah, you can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's uh, frustrating for sausage, sausage lovers. Sausage. I, mean, I don't like pepperoni. I don't either, but I don't mind it. I won't, you know, I'm not going to turn my nose up at it. I'm not going to hate on it. I just but I, it's, it's not my preferred meat. I feel like <laughs> pepperoni is like Raven and Bachelor in Paradise. But like you're not turning your nose up at it, but you don't get why everyone likes it. So I'm not. Yeah, like I don't. I don't dislike it. Yeah, I just I don't mean, get what the hub of it. Is. I get it, but like the appeal, I don't know. It's beyond me a little bit. We also listened to a lot of Marina and the Diamonds in college. I just listened to Marina and the Diamonds yesterday. Did you feel nostalgic? I did. I listened to I Am Not a Robot, and I <sighs> and I thought about all the times I would pour wine glass into a teacup and listen to that song and just, like, cry. That's so edgy of you. Yeah. Why did you film it? I probably did. Right? You're like, I'm so fucking cool. Probably on, like, my first-generation MacBook somewhere. Somewhere lurking. <laughs> yes. I... Listen to, well, obviously listen to a lot of Sleigh Bells. Also the song Champagne by Marina and the Diamonds. That is a good one. That was like we're pre-gaming and we're about to get obliterated. Yes. Drink your champagne. Yeah, it's great. Uh, would you go back to college if you could or no? I've thought about that. I don't know. Um, probably not. 
I did a lot of stupid things. It was, like, such a fun time. Mm-hmm. But I just, like, lived so recklessly. Yeah, you had, like, this amazing sense of abandon that I admired. Yeah. I don't have that anymore, and I think that's a good thing. See, I have it now, and I've, <laughs> I've set my life on fire. Yeah, and I'm, things on fire. I'm, like, a full grandma now, but... Um, that's the dream. Yeah. I guess. I just... I don't think I would. If I, if I did, though, I would definitely want to, like, make different choices. Oh, for sure. But... I don't know. I'm also a better person for those choices, so... Totally. Like, Sometimes. you have to fuck up and then ideally learn from them, maybe. Ideally, that's what happens, but not always. It doesn't always occur. Yeah. It doesn't always occur. I feel like... If I say I want to go back to college, I'm just going to sound like my grandpa who, like, wants to go back to 1937. Like, yeah. just wanting to live in the past so badly. I'm hoping that my best days are ahead of me. Me too. I, <laughs> yeah. I'm really holding out for my 30s and 40s. Absolutely. I'm already 27. Yeah. So, like, you know. And, like, you're sexier when you don't give a fuck. So even if you're, Agreed. like, physically older, yeah. you're just, like, your confidence is, like, oh, I'm older now. Right. Like, for fuck sure. cares. Whereas, like, in your very early 20s, like, you give so much of a shit about, like, everything. Yes. You're very much focused on, like, establishing your life and, like, worrying about what people think. And, yeah. And, you know, catching up to people. And. Yeah. It's just. It's a hard time. I still have to check myself on that now, like, when I run into, like, people in our age group are like, oh, yeah, I just booked PD, and, you know, I'm, like, doing this <laughs> as well, and yeah. I established a theater company, so that's I know. pretty cool, okay, like, well. I'm like, cool, I just sit around my thumb up my ass, I and I go to lunch all the time. pizza for breakfast, so yeah. that's nice. Yeah. We're um, doing great. We're doing fine. I think, I, I think that, like, people always warn you, you know, when you're growing up, you're on this track of... Like, being in school, and everyone says, you know, you know, middle school is so hard, and, you know, high school is hard, and then college is hard, and then, like, it's just nothing, and you just kind of get released into the wild, but no one really talks about that time, like, from when you graduate from college to, like, 27, like, those early stages of, like, adulthood that are the absolute hardest and, like, worst time of anyone's life, and no one really tells you about that. No. No one prepares you for that. No one talks about it. Totally. At all. I remember when I, like, would see, like, the year after I graduated from ISU, when I would see, like, the seniors that year, mm-hmm. I'd be like, so, how are you feeling about graduating? And they're like, I cannot wait. I'm literally so ready. And I was like, flunk all your classes. Yeah. You don't know what you're talking about. I know. About. It's, it doesn't. It's not fun. It's not fun. It's not okay. Yeah. No one, and no one prepares you. It just, just, Do you like, feel like you're going to tell your kids, like, hey, just so you know, like, after college is going to be a little rocky. For sure. I think I will too. Yeah, because like, don't expect to have your shit together. It's okay. No, because you're on this track for so long, like, oh, well, this semester I'm taking these classes. Next semester I'm going to take these classes. I know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. I'm on the train track. And if I follow this step and this step and this step and this good thing will probably yeah. happen. And you're just, and now, you know, you're just directionless with no one to tell you where to go or what to do or what classes to take or what day auditions are. What oh time to show up. I miss auditions. <laughs> I miss, like, college auditions. I do, like, too. I do, too. It was the best. Uh, I know. I literally, like, cried, like, a week ago. I was like, I just want to be doing your job. <laughs> no. I kept, like, tough. a freak out. It's tough. Um, well, you know, other people who don't have any direction but seem to be really happy about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are the kids on Bachelor in Paradise. Good segue, Hannah. That was expertly done. Thank you. Thank you. Expertly done. So, I... Uh, part of why I love you is Ooh. that you, as for all of your intelligence, oh um, watch a lot of shitty TV. I and do. You're not pretentious and you're not like, oh, I'm above it because I'm smart. Like, you love it. Of course Openly. I do. I've been watching reality TV since fucking Survivor season one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and back in the days of the old VH1, give me Rock of Love, give me Flavor of Love. Daisy of give, Love. Give me I Love New York. Give me the surreal life. Oh, my God. With Trishel from Real World Las yes, Vegas. Yes, and with Adrienne from Top Model. Yes, and she married, what's Peter his name? Brady. Peter Brady. And Vern Troyer, who oh, in a very yeah. dark moment on The Surreal Life, like, got too drunk and then, like, peed on the floor of the weight room. <laughs> in his like um in his like motor scooter. It was so dark. <laughs> that show did each <laughs> one had like a very dark wash over it. And vanilla ice. Oh my god oh my god, vanilla ice like had an anger management problem with like break lamps and yeah. shit. I know his name is not Rip Van Winkle, but I feel like it's something like Rip Van Winkle. And what IRL, what's vanilla ice? Is <laughs> yeah. Name? It's something Van Winkle, shit. I swear to God. Oh, I think it's is it Philip Van Winkle? I don't know, guys. 
Oh, Everyone's probably screaming at their phones right now. Right, like, you dumb bitches. <laughs> I know. Um, um, God damn, I love your commitment to reality TV. Yeah. Real Housewives is great, but like this season, right now we're dealing with Bachelor in Paradise. Right, that's what we're, we're here to talk about. And I just got caught up last night, so it's very fresh in my brain hole. Good, good. So I want to like just steer back a couple episodes and just sort of like throw some spaghetti at the wall. And yeah, we'll see what sticks. We'll see what um, this is in no particular order, I just stream of consciousness, you know. Of course. Um, I want to start with Ben Z and his presence on the island, or not even on the island, in Mexico. Um, How do you feel about it? I only relatively recently got into Bachelor Nation. I'm sorry, I don't want to get you off. Hannah, I'm sorry, listeners. <laughs> Hannah looked me dead in the eye as I was trying to talk about myself, my experience with The Bachelor, and just started cracking up laughing. Nana, what do you have to say? Because I looked up Vanilla Ice's oh. and it's <laughs> Robert. Robert <laughs> Matthew Van Winkle! What did I tell you? I'm literally crying. I'm so sorry. Continue. No, 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 no. I'm crying. Um, back to Ben Z. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I never, like, watched Ben Z's original season, so I don't really know mm-hmm. who he is. This is my first introduction to Ben Z, mm-hmm. and I have to say that he's an attractive guy, but he's not the most attractive guy I love there. Him. I know, yeah. See, we have the opposite taste. Well, I'm okay. changing my taste oh, as okay. of recently. Yes, so. which is, yeah. We talked about this at like lunch. I feel like that's for the best. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so he's kind of being boring on this season. Mm-hmm. He's not getting much screen time, just talking about his dog, which honestly I don't mind. Yeah, I don't think that's bad. Yeah, I would, I'd probably go for it. Oh, totally. I do think, yeah, I think he needs to be more assertive, though. Like, I think, like, he seems like that guy that, like, knows he's attractive and is just sort of sitting around like, huh. Like, drinking margaritas and, like, waiting for someone else to do the work. And, like, that's not cute. Totally. Like, girls did not go to Mexico and, like, stop eating for a month before so Uh. we could sit there and not approach them. Yeah. Didn't he have... He was, like, interested in Raven. Yeah. And, um, that didn't go well. No. I wonder if they edited him to make it sound like all he does is talk about his dogs. I'm not judging him either way. No, definitely. They definitely edited it edited it like that. That's why I don't think I could be in reality so fair. Yeah, yeah, I'd be so annoyed. I'd be like, I fucking talked about more than that. I know. Like, I'd be you really never annoyed. know what you're going to get. Yeah. It's like a box of chocolates. <laughs> exactly. You never know what kind of edit you're going to get. Yep. Well, I so we agree that he's yeah. cute, but kind of a waste. Yeah, he is a waste. Um, he's gone in the next episode, I'm sure. Oh, for, yeah, there's just he's like, he's not making enough of an nothing, effort. There's nothing. Okay, so I guess it's over now, but there was this Sarah, Raven, Adam love triangle. Sure. Um, did you have a preference between Raven or Sarah for Adam? Honestly, I kind of liked Sarah better. So did Adam. I. I don't, I don't know why, I just did. I felt like... And this is just me being like, I identified with her because she was like very assertive and was like, I know that I like you. Like, yeah. let's give each other the roses. Totally. And it just kind of bothered me that he went with a girl that was like, uh, well, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I have this like phobia that I like, this is just making everything about myself because I'm garbage. Um, that like the mild mannered girls are easier to date. So often guys are like, oh, I, I'm attracted to that because it's not going to challenge me. Sure. Whereas I appreciated that Sarah was assertive and was like, I like you. This is what I want. Can we make this happen? Yeah, maybe sad that you didn't pick her. Raven played it better. She was a little bit more mysterious, and like aloof, kind of aloof, and not really giving him the full green light. Just being like, "I'm here and I like you," but la di da, I'm also over here. And Sarah was like very focused on him. That's true. And telling him straight up, like, "I like you. I want your rose. I want to date you. Pick me over Raven." And maybe that kind of freaked him out a little bit, and totally. he felt like a little smothered by that. So I think Raven played it better for sure. I think same I think- with Danielle. Yeah. And the Danielle Christina Dean thing. Yeah, I, I think that's what you have to do in paradise. You yeah. just have to act like you don't give a shit. I know. And I was just telling you this, like, we were finishing the most recent episode just now. Like, a better option could come down that hill tomorrow. So if you, like, freak out over one guy, you're not only going to act crazy and push him away, but also, like, you don't know. There could be someone better for you coming the next day. Yes, the only way Christina can save this is if she just goes to Dean after she sees him making out with Danielle and being like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and make the choice for you. You and I are done. Danielle's like, go with that because I'm done with it. Yeah. And then just wait for someone new to come 
Or after that, he's going to be like, boo, 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 wait. Or, like, go talk to Ben Z. Like, talk to someone yeah. who's not coupled off yet. Exactly. That's the only way she can say just this. Just, like, see what's up. I don't think that's going to happen. The um, She just gets, yeah. I mean, the emotional ups and downs of Paradise, I don't think I can handle it. I think I'd be batshit crazy. And this is filmed over, like, 18 days. This is, like, two weeks. Yeah. Of it madness. Seems, it seems like a lot longer, but it's not. I know. And it's so funny, like, how upset they get when it's, like, literally, this is, like, such a small-scale thing. I know. And, like, it's okay if you don't have a boyfriend after the show. Is that really why you went on? Like, right. sure, it'd be nice, but, like... It's really long and drawn out. You had a free vacation. You got drunk with some friends. Yeah. It's four hours a week. Yeah. That's a lot. It's a fucking commitment yeah, to watch this show. It's That's why I had to, like, binge watch it last night. Because yeah. I had to, like, fall off for a little bit. I know. Uh, like, if I could commit to, like, working out the way I commit to Bachelor in Paradise, I would look like... Gigi Hadid by now. Giselle Boonshin. Giselle Boonshin, yeah. who I told you this earlier this week, claims that sleeping helps you be skinnier and that naps are good. I think it's because you sleep through meals. I, that's exactly what I think it is. Like, I, I took a nap during lunch, so Didn't now it's dinner time. I guess I'm only eating two meals today. Maybe one. Right? I always sleep through breakfast. And if yes. I have a sleep bar, I'm like, did I need that? Uh. Yeah. I just, like, don't eat breakfast. I just go straight to, like, a large lunch. I love a large lunch. Yeah, me too. A savory lunch. Cheese is involved. Mm, always. Um, okay. Here's something. Yeah. I can't fucking stand Taylor. What do you think? Um, I also can't stand Taylor. Like, this season is a little bit better. I don't like how she tries to be, like, everybody's mom. Yeah. I don't like that. She kind of, like... Pulls, she's the puppet, and everyone's the master. In the wise words of Kelly Dodd. Yeah, that's a uh, Real Housewives OC reference. I would hope my listeners don't pick up on that. I hope they do. But, yeah, (laughs) she's, I don't like it. She's being such an Emma. Jane Austen reference for you guys. Oh, you said I was an Emma earlier. Well, she's like, well, Emma, like, tries to, like, matchmake people. Like, that's her thing. It's, like, Uh. interfering with other people's meddling. relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's meddling and I don't know. I feel as though she's like trying to be everybody's counselor and like tell them what to do. And yeah. it's like you don't have to do well, that. Well it also like, kind of comes off as like a little bit condescending to be like, I'm in my perfect relationship with Derek. So now I'm gonna focus my energy on making sure you're all happy. I know. And also yeah. her voice literally is like that. It truly is. She's physically I think one of the prettiest people I've Definitely. seen in my life. Like yeah. even when she's not wearing makeup and she just has like wet hair yeah, and why are you so hot? Yeah. But then she talks and I'm like for the love of God, put a sock in it. Yeah. <laughs> put a sock in it. Oh my God. I haven't heard that one in a long time. You know I love a sock. Yeah. Gosh. Um, and also I think Derek's annoying. So they deserve each other. Oh, he's so cute though. He looks like John Krasinski. He does. But do you remember when he was on Joelle season and I was like, he's super cute. He's super cute. He's going to be the next Bachelor and you were like, he's annoying. And I was like distracted by his cuteness. I don't remember him and here's why. Him, Luke, Robbie and Jordan, they all look like the same person. Really? So I thought Luke had crazy murdery eyes. Oh, for sure. He, like, definitely hid bodies in the walls. Yeah, absolutely. Robbie sucks. I hate him. He has hair made of plastic. He looks like a Ken doll with the paint hair around hair. stupid. And I also don't like that he's, like, he literally just, like, bothered Amanda into dating him. Yeah. Like, annoyed her. I need to know who told him that his hair looked good. Like, some he ran that by somebody, and somebody told him, for sure, man, go out like that on television. So bad. Yeah, it's really Literally bad. Literally, like, back, like, blow-dried back with a round brush. And then, like, and pasted then, like, down and then, like, Elmer's glue. So bad. It's really gross. Um, I loved how Raven just wasn't into him at all. I do too. I appreciate that about her. That and he she clearly was just, wasn't expecting it. Yeah. But she was just like, yeah, that date sucked. And she was laughing about it. And he was off telling his friends like, yeah, but I really well. I think we're gonna, you know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Also, why does Amanda always pick like the single douchiest guy in paradise? I don't know. She has horrible taste. Josh Murray is like actual human garbage. Yeah. She just must have bad taste. Yeah. And then Robbie is just like obnoxious as fuck he's like the frat bro that's like oh you don't want to go up let me just sprinkle some roofies into your keystone light he's way too obsessed with himself yeah like he doesn't understand no yeah it's not cute it's not cute it's not a good look rob no i mean i know robbie listens to this podcast so hopefully he'll take some notes robbie chill out robbie chill out and get a different hairstyle i think he and amanda are like still together so 
because she likes she likes like self-obsessed douchebags i guess who am i to judge that was my type literally like a matter of weeks fair but fair (laughs) new fair (laughs) new podcast new me um okay danielle left paradise to like take care of children yeah i don't Unclear. I get unclear. She just kept being like, and I'm gonna. I think she was just like, I don't like any of these people here. I'm gonna go rescue children instead, or like take care of children. Probably had a cool opportunity. Was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here because all these people are horrible. I have to say, I admire that. Her being like, this experience is doing nothing for me. Yeah. And like, I don't need to fucking be here. Yeah. She probably knew she wasn't going to get a rose. She's like, instead of being like embarrassed and humiliated on television, I'm just going to peace out by myself because the only person like worth the damn in this place is the bartender, Wells. So cute. Yeah. I would just like, if I were on BIP this season, I would just be wasted all the time because I would never physically leave the bar. I'd be like, well, shot. How exhausting. Just as an excuse to hang out with him all the time. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, mean, I guess. Danielle, like, has such a kind face, and she was like, soft-spoken. <laughs> I was just... Soft-spoken. And I was just like, of course you're leaving Paradise to, like, go take care of children. It was, like, so kind-hearted that it almost annoyed me, and then I was like, yeah, that's something to unpack with your therapist. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, your kindness really pisses me off. She's fine. She's boring, but she's fine. She had a kind heart. Yeah. She was pretty. She looked like this girl that was bitchy to me in junior high, so maybe that's part of my... Maybe um, that's where this aggression comes from. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's deep-seated. Again, I'll unpack it with Michael tomorrow. Okay. I really don't have time to do it. Yeah, anymore. I get it. I get it. <laughs> um, okay. Lacey. I... Hurricane Lacey. God, I can't stand her. I was listening to the Bitch Bible and Jackie Schimmel's like, there are some people whose faces bug the fuck out of me, and that's Lacey. One of them is Lacey. Yeah. Yep. She's just like, ah, ah, and then two seconds later she's crying. This, like, desperate thing that she's going through right now in BIP is not a good look. And who comes into BIP, like, wanting to be with Daniel? Oh my god, she's like, came here for Daniel. She's like, I've been waiting for you. And then keeps being like, well, that's creepy, eh? Why would she want, like, uh, she's like, he's smart, and I understand how he communicates. I have no words. I have nothing to say. Daniel is, like, an extra from Twilight, like, from the bad gang of vampires that, like, didn't make it into the movie. I guess. He's one of those people that his head doesn't match his body. Do you know what I'm saying? I feel like he looks like if Tom Sandoval (sighs) survived an atomic bomb. Truly. It's pretty mean. That's pretty... That's bold. Yeah, well, that's a bold one. It just, like, warped a it's little a, bit. Yeah. It's a I mean, statement. well, you're on a reality show. You're axing for it. You're axing for it, yeah. I just, yeah, I don't get her attraction or her fascination. I truly hope it works out just so she can stop complaining, or I just hope she gets sent home, because I don't want her on my TV anymore. Yeah, I don't think Daniel's going to rose her up. Also... In the credits, she's just, like, squirting, like, copious amounts of sunscreen oh, yeah. all over her body. And then, like, like, she looks cute, though, with her little, like, sunscreen on her nose. And that's kind of cute, right? You're so much nicer than me. I'm like, why the fuck are you doing I that for the credits? I thought it was cute. I thought it was cute. Some people do boring things. Like, Raven just, like, blows a kiss. Do you think they get to decide? No. Probably not. Like, they're like, okay, Raven, you're going to be the hot one that's mysterious. So I just need to sit on a rack and blow a kiss. No, I don't think they get to choose. Like, Lacey, you're going to be the goofy one, so just slather yourself in sunscreen. Yeah, I don't know. Amanda, you're going to run away from a slice of pizza. Um, I don't think Amanda would be creative enough to think of running from a slice of no, pizza. No, 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 no. I love Jack Stones. He's so hot. I know, he's so cute. I don't under- and he's very nice. I understand, like, why everyone's like, he's a serial killer. I mean, he was what? a little weird. Wait, was he weird? Oh, he was on Rachel's season. He was season. weird to Rachel. I didn't watch Rachel's season, so I've- I know nothing about him. Yeah. Could you give me a little backstory? Yeah, so, gosh, in a nutshell, they went on a one-on-one date, and she was like, if we were back in Dallas right now, what would you want to do? And he was like, basically, well, first off, I think he'd just probably, you know, take you to a hotel room, probably lock the door, and just, like, hold you there for, like, maybe two days. I think he meant it in a way that in was like... In a sexual way. Yeah, or just like, I wouldn't care what we did, but we could just stay in one room the whole time. Totally. And it came off very, um, very much like, I want to wear your skin. He sounds like Stassi Schroeder's dream man. Yeah, I get She She, she loves, loves murder. murder. I wanted to talk about. <laughs> um, 
I, see, not knowing that, I'm like, why wasn't everyone, like, jumping on his dick, like, first day of paradise, like, in the pool, under the swim trunk hand job? And he's got some veneers on those teeth. And they are good ones. Yeah. Well, they're white. They're white, white, white. They're very white, and they're very straight. Yes. And you know that under those veneers, there are creepy little points. There's creepy little pointy teeth. Baby teeth. Yeah. So scary. I know someone who still has a baby teeth. I'm like, I'm so sorry for that person. I know. Is that possible? Yes. They just never get your adult teeth? Yes. Poor the person is a terrible person, so don't feel bad for them. Okay. Okay, I don't feel bad. <laughs> well, I hope that this it's, it's person yeah. gets veneers <laughs> like Jack Stone. I didn't even know that that was a thing that could happen, but, you know, I guess it happens to some people. I didn't either. What if this person loses their teeth, like, way later in life. I don't know. That's kind of... That's that's an interesting thought, they all just start falling out. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh, fuck. I don't know. Jesus. That's a frightening thought. Teeth stuff really, like, grosses me out. Yeah, like, I'm, like, licking my teeth right now to make sure they're still there. It's frightening. Um, I feel like... Okay, if you were in paradise right now, who would you have gone after? Oh. Gosh. Honestly? Jeez. You can't say nobody. That's not. I know. I'm question. not gonna say nobody. Honestly, I would. I off the bat before I knew like what a terrible person he was. I would have probably gone after Dean. Really? Yeah. But he's too pretty for me. Yeah. But I mean, that you know that worked out. I can't stand him anymore. I yeah. He's a total fuck boy and total fuck boy. I really hate how he treated Christina. Christina, who is the prettiest girl on Paradise, in my opinion. And she's so and the sweetest. She's so sweet. She's very down-to-earth, adorable, angel. Yeah, she's she's a fucking dime. Dean needs to be counting his lucky stars. I know, that you have not only Christina as an option, but then another hot girl as an option. I don't think Danielle is as cool as Christina no, at all. I don't. Um, at all, but, like, I don't know how, I don't understand the Dean hubba. I don't. I love Christina. Dean Christina. All the way. I think if I were to pick someone in Paradise... Mm, okay, I guess Benzie is an obvious choice, but, like, Benzie aside, yeah. it would probably be Jack Stone, mm-hmm. or if that didn't work out, Wells. Of course. I would just go for Wells. I'd be like, fuck the rules. Yeah. Love is love is love. <laughs> Absolutely. I'd i definitely go for Wells. I was, like, half asleep this morning, and I watched his Snapchat, and he was, like, at a club with, I think, Robbie, listening to Kiss It Better by Rihanna in his cute leather jacket. Aww. And I just, like, literally was half asleep and messaged him on Snapchat being like, leather jacket and Riri for the win. Stupid. Well, did he, he didn't. You? No. I'll get I'm to him sorry. eventually. If there's one... I know, me too. <laughs> but if there's one person who is good at breaking the glass ceiling of social media and making contact, I would say it's myself. Yeah, it is you. You get follows and follows back from I'm I'm aggressive. Yeah. I'm like Sarah with Adam, but with every... Squeaky wheel gets the grease, Every baby. D-list celebrity. <laughs> I'm like, please, please, please. I'm like Ingrid. We won't get Ingrid. There. Okay. Should we just... No, we probably should. Wait, well, okay. It's up to you. No. Mm, mm, I'm just looking at my notes. Sorry, guys. I don't really think there's that much else to talk about. All right, let's talk about Ingrid Goes West. We okay. saw it today. Yeah, we saw Ingrid Goes West. Okay, you start. So the movie was great. I loved it. Um, the ending bothered me. Yeah. But it was fully insane. Crazy ride. Crazy ride. Recommend it highly. Aubrey Plaza was fantastic. She was awesome. Yeah. Also, if there's one thing I love, it's... I wouldn't even call this a steamy thriller. Just like a psycho bitch movie. It totally is. It's in like, the same vein as single white female. Fatal Attraction. But yeah. Yeah. Hand that rocks the cradle. Like, give yeah. me a bitch who has lost her marbles, and I'm sign me up. You're watching her do the craziest things, and you like want to laugh hysterically, but you're like, actually, that's fucking dark. Yeah, it, it yeah. takes very dark turns like, yeah. very quickly. Even the very beginning of the movie is dark. Though. Oh it kinda yeah, set the tone right away for sure. But also, like, you I want to crack up laughing at it. Oh my god, there's so many things I like just out like outwardly like cackled at. Yeah. Especially because it's just kind of like a. I felt, there's no non-pretentious way to say this, I just felt like it was like sort of putting a mirror up to everyone, being like, you're all such fucking idiots who are obsessed with follows and your phone. And everyone's a liar. Yeah, and everyone's <laughs> a fucking phony liar. Yeah, everyone's Like, liar. Elizabeth Olsen's character is garbage, and she, like, looks so perfect on social media, and it's like nobody, I mean, how many people actually live up to their social media presence? Totally, and her life 
is actually very sad and not great. And she's to- totally, like, obsessed with herself and obsessed with self-promotion. And it's all And all of her fake. relationships are superficial. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, fucking crazy. And, like, there's a part in the beginning where she's just scrolling through Instagram mindlessly liking, like, every single person's picture. Because she's just so desperate for, like, human contact. Mm-hmm. And I've, like, totally been there, though. Like, where, like, the more lonely I am, the more I'm on social media. My sister's like, why are you blowing through our data? And I'm like, because I just want to be in contact with other people. For sure. It's definitely something that... You get that affirmation. Yeah. Like, you know? every, like we've all been there. Like, looking at someone's Instagram photos and being like, oh my god, that looks amazing. Like, I want that. Yeah. I want that avocado toast. Yeah, that looks <laughs> so good. Yeah. And, um, and I think that it's pretty obvious... You can tell, like, who's, like, putting it on for, you know, for the likes and stuff. But, yeah. Um, and it's a, it's also, like, such a symptom of, like, the more insecure you are, the more the more likely you are to try and make yourself look extremely happy and fulfilled. Extremely perfect. Yeah, on social media. And sometimes it's very painfully obvious. Oh, my God. But yeah, that's all. I, I specifically with like couples, when mm-hmm. couples post like, I'm so obsessed with my person, mm-hmm. like da, 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 da. there are two people in a relationship. It is you and your partner. Yeah. Why do you need to share the, every single exciting or happy moment with a thousand other people that you're probably not even friends with? Yeah. I mean, they say that like the most unhappy couples are the ones that are most like active, a- active and like, uh, just like crazy on social media about. You know, like, posting the selfie with, posting all these pictures, like, with your significant other and the, you know, the gushy, gushy Facebook statuses and, yeah, you know, I do that every once in a while, like, on our anniversary or birthday or, you know, everybody does it occasionally, totally. but, you know, those are those people, like, in your feed that it's just constant. Excessive. It's so excessive. Well, those are the most unhappy people, which I totally get. I mean, also, but, like, as your friend, like, when, like, you and your boyfriend go out for your anniversary, that's, like, something I genuinely want to see. I'm like, oh, that's a cute picture of you guys. Because I, like, actually have a relationship with you. It's not Mm -hmm. just, like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I also, I had, um, when I did my acting apprenticeship a few years ago, the director of it was, like, I do a thing called office hours once a week where I sit down and I just go through Facebook and, like, like people's shit, but it has to be, like, a genuine like. Like, it has to be something... That I actually want to like, sure, yeah, as sort of like a networking tool. Yeah, I mean it's which definitely is kind of weird, but I, like, it makes sense. I definitely know. I see those people online too that are like liking everything mm-hmm. and are so like gushy. I mean, they talk about this in the movie too. How, you know, they, they talk about Elizabeth Olsen's character and her husband is like, it's exhausting. Everything is awesome. Yeah, like this is the best. Like I have the best friends and the best boyfriend. And this is the best place to go and my life is so amazing and I had the best day ever and you definitely see those people that are liking everything commenting on everything like that's so amazing that's so awesome and it's just sort of a way to like keep yourself fresh in that person's mind right you know what I mean right yeah I like I will get in these moods where I'm like very kind on social media Mm-hmm. And then other times I'm like, I purposely like make an effort, like don't comment just because you feel like you have to. Yeah. If you don't genuinely want to say something or you genuinely don't want to like something, like I'm not going to like a picture of you that I don't think is the best photo in the world. Sure. That's fine. It's just being honest. It's a way to like get, you know, get attention from a certain person. Right. You know, your name is going to come up in their notifications as, you know, Hannah Brown liked this photo or Clayton Joyner liked this photo. And then that person thinks about you. Right. Like you're a You know? Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they stay fresh and it kind of makes it feel like you and that person are like still friends, even if you have honestly no relationship anymore. Which right. is so weird. weird. To think about. Social media is such a fucking weird thing. I know. I remember there was one time in college um, when a guy wronged me banana peel shoes. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. We literally, yeah, we were just, we just talking about banana peel um, uh, Sorry, listeners, I will not go into further detail. Um, and I remember I was telling my friend Anna about it, and I just, like, the day before, had changed my Facebook profile picture to a picture that our friend Brody had taken of me in the woods, where I'm in, like, a tutu and a little tank top and heels, and yeah. I'm, like, standing on a Oh, stand. yeah, I love that photo. And I was, like, like, <laughs> and, like yeah. really skinny. And my friend Anna was like, I fucking knew that that's why you changed it, because you wanted him to see this amazing picture <laughs> of you like, on his yeah. feet. And it was a thousand percent why I did it. Yeah. I feel like... Even a couple of days ago, I was, God, I keep knocking my notes down. I'm so passionate. 
even a couple days ago, I was like annoyed about something. And so I just like posted a funny video. And like in that moment, it felt good just to be like have people commenting me like, oh my God, you're so funny. Oh my God. Like, oh, yeah, of course. Like, and I love that. And that's like where the problem comes in is people get addicted to that. Yeah. That like, that like instant like drug like Yeah. Feeling. Yeah. Well, Caleb and Caleb's my boyfriend. Caleb and I were talking about it and he was reading an article where like when you see, when it comes up on your, you know, and your Twitter notifications that someone liked it, you get, it's like a hit of dopamine. Yes. And it's so fucked up. every time you get a like, it's like a little hit of dopamine, you know, the mouse with like the little button. He, he knows like when the button is pressed then he gets, yeah. you know, a little shock, like, and the, you know, whatever. Um, so it is like a drug and people get addicted to it and they get addicted to the likes. Right. And they just post all these stuff, the stuff that can be misleading. That's not true. Right. Just to get, you know, that hit of dopamine. Right. When people are really insecure and feeling bad about something, bad about their relationship, like post a gushy status, get the hits of dopamine and feel right. better. Feel From affirmed. other people that aren't even yes. in your relationship. People that don't really know. Yeah. Or be like, I had a huge audition today. Oh or my I'm auditioning God. for this huge thing. And people are like, you're amazing. You'll get it. And then, oh my God. you know. I remember, like, straight out of my acting apprenticeship, there were all these kids that would, like, check in to a casting agency, oh. like, checking in at PR casting, like, big one today, dot, dot, dot. Or taking a selfie outside of the equity office. Oh, my... It's the most desperate, <laughs> pathetic, Hashtag afterlife. Yeah, thirsty thing in the entire world. And I don't care if I'm offending any of my listeners. I'm doing you a favor. Like, I, stop doing it. Seriously, like, everyone's talking about how yeah. stupid it is. Because if you're, like... Th- okay, here's a story. I recently was in an audition waiting room. And this other girl was in there who I've, like, met and, like, gone to drinks with with a group of people. Uh-huh. And um, she was in a show at a super reputable theater. She's always working. She's, like, only a few years older than me. And I see her in the waiting room, and it's just, like, me and her. And I, like, see her, and we're going in for the same thing. I'm like, well, fuck. Like, you, I immediately had this, like, I'm not going to book this if she's going in for yeah. it. She's like, I tried to check myself, but, like, she was very, like, Emma Stoney, just in, like, casual jeans and, like, a t-shirt. And I'm in, like, a little romper with, like, a fucking, like bandana around my neck like it's so extra and I'm like uh-huh. god damn it um like I looked like the orbit gum lady oh <laughs> yeah. she's cute I know I was like trying and she like didn't like you know she was just too artsy to give a fuck I guess yeah I get it and she was writing thank you notes on top of the book you are a badass and it was just like such an image of this like actress in a waiting room like the only time you had all day was to write thank you notes on top of the book you are a badass mm-hmm. And so then one of the casting agents came out and was like, oh, are you writing thank you, or are you writing love notes in the waiting room? And she's like, thank you notes to my cast because our show closed last night. And then all the interns pop out and like, we saw you, you were so good. <laughs> and it became this like giant like fellatio for this like yeah. actress and her work and all the shows she did. And it like totally fucking psyched me out. And it was one of those things. It shouldn't. It, it really and it shouldn't. it was one of those things. It's like the same with those social media people where it's like, if you are actually secure that you are like fucking where you're supposed to be, you won't have to do these stupid weird power plays in waiting rooms, like writing things yeah. to your cast just so someone will ask you what you're doing just so you can talk about it. And the thing is, is that the people that are actually booking things aren't posting like, I have this big major audition today. Everyone, good thoughts. Please come see me. Like, you know. Right. It's it's just another thing that it's your job. Yeah. Like, you just go fucking do it and either book and or then, you don't. And then you get all of the, you know, the comments of like, oh my God, that's amazing. You're so great. You're so wonderful. Right. Um, from people who probably don't actually... Either A, don't think you're wonderful, or don't even know really if you're wonderful at all. Right. They have nothing to do yeah. with the industry and are right. just like, oh wow, this sounds fancy. Yeah, it's the same kind of thing I see of friends like from high school who have moved to LA. One specifically I'm thinking about, like I just moved there and was doing like background work on a TV show, which is totally fine and like an awesome way to make money and yeah. you know, get you know, get on set. That's great. Totally. But you know, she, you know, took the selfie of herself in costume and or like, I'm being directed by this, like, major director today. And, you know, everyone that doesn't know any better thinks, like, oh, my God. You've made it. So-and-so, like, is in a movie. And it's... Yeah. And it's just... It's just for those... It's just for those dopamine hits of the likes and the comments. And it's because, so you know, crazy. it's easy to feel insecure in this business of, you know, like, I feel like I'm just doing the same thing everyone else is doing. I feel like I'm just treading water. Right. Well... If other people tell me I'm great and that I'm really not doing that, maybe I'll start to believe in myself. Totally. It's so true. Yeah. So that's why, this is why I thought it was such a great movie, though, because it really does, like, bring up all these thoughts in your head, like, holy fuck, where do I stand in this whole, like, like, I'm a cog in this huge yeah. social media wheel. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. I, like, do feel, like, also, like, 
followers and likes are like almost like currency in our society. Totally. Like if I see someone has like thousands of followers, I'm like, oh well, she's a better human being than me. Yeah. She's better than they're me. They're more successful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like she's people prettier. like this person more. Yeah. She's prettier than me. She has her shit together more. Because a bunch of people That's so not true. Half of which could be bots. Yeah. Decided <laughs> to hit follow. Yeah. Literally means nothing. It really doesn't. But you have to like check but people, yourself. Some people's like entire self-worth is based on that and that's sad. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. I'm like struggling because like if you're in the entertainment industry, it's like building a brand on social media. It's like kind of like something you have to do now. It's like not really optional. No, it's not. So it's like I have to be active on it, but I definitely think for my mind, body, and soul, it would probably be better if I wasn't. Like if I had a choice. I think for everybody's mind, body, and soul would be better to not be on social media, but it's that, you know, that FOMO, that fear of missing out. You don't right. want to be the only person not on Facebook or not on Twitter or not, you know. Right. Or, like, it's fucked up, too. People will be like, how do I get a hold of you, then? It's like, I don't know. I know. You my, can call me on the telephone. Here's what my dad, letter. my dad, Gordy Joyner, always says, I'm in the book. He means the, like phone, the phone book. Oh. Like, the phone book that, you know, you get, like, in the mail. He doesn't own a cell phone. He doesn't? No. That's fucking amazing. He must be so free. He's just like, I don't need to be reached at all times. It's just that, you know, he just grew up where it's like, it's you know, like if you call my gentleman. house and I'm not home, then I'm not home. Then you, then I guess you don't get to reach me until I come home and call you back. You Sorry, know? I'll get to you when I get to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We killed the bottle of I know. Sabby We killed it. Nailing it. We've been drinking, everyone. We've been drinking. We've been drinking. Um, it's so like a seventh grader's like musical audition. <laughs> I've been drinking. I've been drinking. Um, I, this is completely off topic. Like I a know. thousand percent. This is just a we like went we went way left. I know we went like hard left. I know. I have been listening to the song "Perfect" from Edges lately, and I just wish there was recording oh. of you doing it because they don't have a cast recording. I'll I'll record it for you. Okay, good. So you know. I hate that there's no cast recording, and I like the way you do it better than this bitch on YouTube. Does Thank it. you. I appreciate you, um, <laughs> listeners. If you live in a sock, you need to find just find videos of the music from Edges because there's not a yeah. soundtrack. No, there's not. Did you find? I should ask you this later. What? When you performed that song in college, was it easier because there wasn't a cast recording for you to, like, memorize and, like, almost imitate subconsciously? Yeah, well, it's such, like, an acting song that it's, like... Yeah. 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 Oh, so good. But, yeah. I mean, um, great. Would you recommend that listeners see Ingrid Goes West? I think so. I would. I would see it with a buddy, though. I think you need yeah, to talk about it after. Yeah, Yeah. I was going to see it alone, and I'm, like, very happy that I made you come with me. Yes. So there's a lot, a, friend. To, a lot to unpack. Yes. Can we talk about how Ice T, Ice Cube, Ice Cube, NWA, his son. Yeah. Oh, it's, that's his son? Yeah. He was in Straight Outta Compton and he played his dad. Oh, I didn't know that. It's, it's Ice Cube. Ice T is the one that was in like NYPD Blue. Fuck. Is that NYPD Blue? He's on um, Law and Order. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I'm fired. Um, yeah, he was in it, and he's so cute. He's very cute. And he was great. Um, I, he was awesome. Yeah. His character was, like, adorable. Yeah. You you guys, just a heads up, you're going to get really fucking annoyed with Ingrid. It's kind of, like, almost a good movie to watch at home because you want to yell at your TV for a lot of it. Yeah, she's frustrating, but at the same time, the other girl's also frustrating. You don't know whose side you're on, really. Yeah, you can never really pick yeah. one because they both do such shitty things. Yeah. Uh, such madness. But it's great. It's It's... Like, kind of, like, the first movie that's truly, like, about this social media generation and, like, portrays it accurately. Totally. And is, like, oh, my God, that's so true. It's, like, almost too true. Yeah. It's, like, too close to home. Yeah. Like, it's in Young creepy. Adult, when Charlize Theron, like, has the pile of, like, Ryan. of, like, Denty Moore um, fucking, like, TV dinners. Yes. And I, that was when I saw you. that, it was a lot for me. She wakes up hungover and just like throws one in the microwave and she's got a pile of them and nothing else in her kitchen. Low key, that's that like really one of my favorite me. movies. That hit me in a real place. Mm-hmm. And um, I did do some self exploration after that for sure. You know what part of Young Adult hit me really aggressively? <laughs> when <laughs> she's pretending, she's pretending to look busy at the bar and she's texting and it's just a bunch of letters like, oh, book, oh, 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 yes. Yes, like, yes, 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 yes. Looking really like, into what she's texting. And then she's like, oh, 
<laughs> hi. Oh my god, hi. hi. And she looks like super hot in her yeah, black dress. I'm I like, know. oh, Charlize just trying to look hot alone at bars is literally all I do. I want to like, be her. So real. I know. <laughs> that was the thing. I felt like I like completely got the wrong message out of the movie because I'm like, oh, she's fucking amazing. Yeah, that's the wrong message. For yeah. sure. She's a monster. Yeah, 100%. She's a monster. Yeah. But there was just part of me that, like, I guess I've watched so many people in my life, including myself, be doormats, and I'm refreshed by people who just at least stand up for themselves. I mean, she's psycho, but... Fully psychotic. At least she's doing something. But, hey, herself. she's doing something. She's entertaining. I'm not aspiring to no. be this person. Oh, I know that. I know that. I'm not aspiring to be Amy of Dunn, but I'm not. also inspired by hey, her as well. But listen, none of us can blame Amy Dunn, really. I was told I was insane literally last night because I don't think Amy Dunn is completely in the wrong. She didn't do anything wrong. Nothing. <laughs> Not even the murder. She's fine. Okay, but to be fair, if you read the book, Nick is way worse than Amy. Definitely. Or like, or not even way worse, but like, he's psycho in the book. Like, he's like, I wanted to hurt her. Yeah. I, I think about like, unschooling her. her brains. Yeah. I fucking hate her. Yeah. And this is why I cheated. So like, in the movie, they did a little more of like, Ben Affleck was almost like Mark Wahlberg in The Happening, where he was just asking a lot of questions and being like, whoa, like you know the whole what? time. I missed that one. I missed The Happening. I missed the Oscar winning film The Happening as well, <laughs> but it's been referred to in enough pop culture references that I feel like I've yeah. seen it. Yeah, okay, cool. But it's basically just like aloof, like kind faced white man being like, whoa, well, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't know. I'm such a yeah. good guy. Uh, and it's like, no. It disgusts me. You're not. And also, like, if my husband cheated on me with Emily Ratajkowski <laughs> in Godspell, in Godspell, I would not be okay. No, none of us would be okay. Yeah, I guess like anyone who's threatened by Amy Dunn, like you're probably just mad that you didn't think of Gone Girl yourself before she did. I mean, hey, I have all kinds of. I mean, this is gonna sound dark, and people are gonna be like, "Are you okay?" Sometimes <laughs> I have fantasies about Gone Girling myself. We've talked about this. I think we all have. Like. Just being like, I'm done. I'm starting a new life. I have a new identity. I'm going to drink Dr. Pepper and eat shitty chips in my car. Like, I'm just going to drop it all and yeah. just start driving. Drive to nowhere, throw my pens out the window. Yeah. And listen to the soundtrack. Yeah. We've all thought about it. Totally. I, like, live for a revenge fantasy. They really keep me afloat. That's like, all I live for. Yeah. I they, Like, you don't act on them necessarily, but they just make you feel empowered. Yes. Absolutely. It's like... Why? It kind of sounded like people were banging next door. I think they might be. There's like a steady thump. Yeah. Either that or they're hammering something into the wall. Have fun. Yeah. Hope they're having a blast. <laughs> Either way. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that like, yeah, the feeling of just fucking starting over and being able to be like, I'm going to gain weight and like change my hair and just like not give a shit. Yeah. Just it's leave. Amazing. Amazing. And then Neil Patrick Harris is like, let me make you skinny again. You don't know what you're doing. That's nice of him. I know. I need someone to do that for me, I know. I kind of wish someone just scoop me up and put me in their mansion <sighs> and be like, you shall eat this healthy food and be pretty now. Be nice. I know. It's like, why did she murder him? That sounds yeah, great. I know. Idiot. He's like, my love. <laughs> I got you some boiled chicken breasts. Let's get your hair back to normal. Like, so okay. cute. Um, okay. In the realm of petty bitches, okay. like Amy Dunn. Let's get to T-Swift. Look what you made me do. Oh, look what you made me do. Oh, look what you made me do. Yeah. How do you feel about it? Um, I don't like it. Oh, I love it. I don't. I mean, Taylor Swift is trash. Mm-hmm. She's a liar. Sure. She's a white feminist. Uh-huh. Strictly white feminist. Mm-hmm. She... I, like, I didn't like Taylor Swift before, but she came, we passed the point of no return during the election when she said nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing. She didn't? No. Okay. She was silent. No. Yes. She was silent during the entire election when you had people like Lady Gaga and Katy Perry, Beyonce and Jay-Z, Bruce Springs, like all... George Clooney and them all. The Cloonies! The Cloonies came out for Hillary. Yeah. And Taylor Swift said nothing. That's because she's so afraid of being disliked and losing yes, her, her squad. Exactly. Yeah. This girl is all about, like, empowering other women and using feminism as, like, her her brand. Like, yeah. does not walk the walk. She doesn't walk the walk. I mean, I, I felt that way since the Bad Blood video where I was like, you can't say that you're a feminist and then literally make a video, like, bullying 
another woman with all your, like, hot, famous friends. I mean, yeah. these are the people who don't like you. It's, right. like, very seventh grade. Uh, that being said, like, the, what she did during her, like, sexual assault case was, like, very admirable, and I, I really loved reading those responses that she had, and I really admired her for that. But it's not enough to make up for what she did during the election. Totally. And it's not enough for this whole thing of, like, demonizing... Kanye West and Kim Kardashian and Katy Perry and it's all just so petty and she looks like you're again I told you this before but she looks like your like little cousin playing dress up like pretending to be a bad bitch like she's not right and it's really pathetic and sad to watch it's a lot of elbows and knees I would say <laughs> that being yes, said it is. I that's how I entered my life at a point where I really needed it um, For sure. It's a nice little revenge anthem. Yeah. And so I just, like, literally, like, listened to it, like, on a loop until I felt, like, better. Yeah. Also while I ate a lava cake. And that was empowering for me. It's got, like, some Tim Burton strings in there, too. Totally. Like, ding, like, ding, ding, ding. Yeah, it's a little creepy. Ding, ding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I thought the video was brilliantly spun by a PR person who was like, all right, we need to make sure that everyone knows that you're in on the joke, that you know how badly you're perceived... And just, like, give them what they want. Just admit yeah. that you suck. Sure. And she was fair enough to be like, okay, yeah. Yeah, and here's the thing is that, like, she decided that she's going to embrace the whole snake imagery. So she's embracing this idea of her as the villain. But she's still playing the victim. That's what I was and it's saying. Like, you have to pick one. You're right. the villain or you're the victim, but you cannot be both. Well, that's what I was saying is I was like, I love how she's pretending like she's rebranding herself. But the whole song is saying, look what you made me do. Like, you started this. Like, I'm the victim. Yeah, here's all the bad things you did to me. Yeah, and now now you made me this way. Yeah. But it's like, girl, like, you gotta take ownership for some of the shitty things yeah, you Yeah, take done. responsibility for being a liar. Yeah. I think, I yeah, the whole Kim and Kanye thing. I love Kim Kardashian and how she stands by her man. <laughs> I, can't, I can't shame her for it. If I had a famous husband and this, like, young little bitch was trying to come for him, I would absolutely release videos on Snapchat. Yeah. And be like, hey, no, that's not how this is going to fly. For sure. I have to say, um, ballsy move to stand up to the Kardashian and Kanye West empire. Definitely. I definitely wouldn't do that. Like, she's got some balls, she has confidence, and I don't know. She's yeah. got a lot of famous friends. Famous friends. Famous um, Yeah, I... I'm I'm divided on this. I really can't stand Taylor Swift. I've been very vocal about how much I've hated her for, like, fucking years. Absolutely. Even 1989, which was, like, objectively a very catchy album. Like, there were several tracks that I enjoyed listening to. Yeah. I, like, sure. didn't, I, like, didn't want to tell anyone because... It's embarrassing. Because I don't like her. <laughs> um, and the Bad Blood video really bothered me. Um, and But, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm into this track, and I need to just own it. I get it. And, you know, I hope, I hope that those of you who disagree can forgive me and whatever, you I've, know? I've said it before. I'll say it again. I am also a vengeful bitch. So, yeah. I mean, I respect the pettiness. Yeah. You said that on social media. I did. But, I mean, at the same time, I can't support Taylor Swift. Yeah. I guess I'm going to make an Uber analogy here. Okay. It's like... If I have the track on my Spotify mm. and I listen to it, mm-hmm. am I a full-blown Taylor Swift supporter for no. one song? No. Or would I be, like, buying tickets to her concerts and, like, advocating about how great she is and, like, blah, blah, blah? Would that make me a full-on supporter? If you bought a ticket to her concert? Yeah, and then I was like, I love Taylor Swift. She's great. That's, like, being a full-on supporter. But if I, like, like a track... No, you can like the track. I've got it on my phone. Oh, thank you. That makes yeah. me feel better. Yeah. I was going to make an Uber analogy, like... I'm not saying Uber's great, but sometimes they're the cheaper ride. And if you have it on your phone, are you a monster? No, I don't think so. Because those are still people that need jobs. That's true. And sometimes you need a ride. On the cheap. Yep. Sometimes you have like $16 in the bank and you just gotta get to work. Sometimes the Lyft is four minutes away and the Uber's two minutes away. I get it. You you know? know? And they all drive a Chevrolet Malibu for the most part. Yes. What is that? I want a Chevy Malibu. Why? I don't know, because it's called Malibu and I'm... It's ridiculous. Your favorite, your favorite lip color. Yeah. That's <laughs> true. No. It's, I also love the town of Malibu. Totally. 
Um, I like the Miley Cyrus song now. I love the Miley Cyrus song now. How are we feeling about Miley's rebranding? I'm not fully, like, knowledgeable about it, okay. but I do love the song Malibu. What can I say? I would say, in my mind, yeah, Taylor Swift is the Wicked Witch of the West, and um, Miley is Glenda the Good Witch, in my head. Oh, I like that. I feel like Taylor Swift is going to, like, ride her broom around. Again, love her fucking song, so I don't want you guys telling me that I'm, like, like contradictory. Don't like, at I'm, me. Yeah, don't that I'm a fucking me. hypocrite. Like, yeah. I know where I stand. Um, but I feel like Taylor Swift is the one flying around in her broom being like, look at me, I'm scary. And then Miley's like, can't we all just love each other and have animals and Hillary and all of it? Uh, yes, exactly. Yeah. Like, did you see the video she posted the day after Trump won? No. She was literally crying being like, I'm very sad about this because Hillary worked her whole life or this moment. But we need to come together. And it was this, like, just, like, weepy, like... That's incredible. And she, She's like, right! She, I know. She was literally, like, sobbing. She's like, I just feel so bad. I was all went down. But, like, we can't be quiet. Blah, blah, blah. Like, Miley is another example of somebody that, like, showed up for the election. She did. And I also, like, love her because she's Southern as fuck and so fucking liberal. Yeah, it's great. And you don't know if that came from her mom and dad or if she developed those opinions on her own. Don't tell my heart. Wait a minute. Since you're here. Oh, God. Oh. Oh, my God. You have to tell the listeners. No. Clayton has a half-brother, and he helped produce the track Achy Breaky 2 by Buck 22 and what's her dad's name? Billy Ray Cyrus. Billy Ray Cyrus. Cyrus. He's, like, friends with Billy Ray Cyrus. Um, You saw him in the parking lot of Bob's Big Boy. I did. No, I... No, Billy Ray? Yeah. No, I, I saw him at uh, BB's. God damn it. Yeah. He has like, your brother's like seven breakfast places. Yeah, I know. BB's is one of them. BB's. But Patty's, Patty's is better. I, I have been to both of them. These are establishments in Los Angeles for the listeners. I used to live there and yeah. uh, lived with my brother um, in Toluca Lake, California, next to the Cyruses. Uh, <laughs> wasn't their house like across that like pond? Yes. The lake. Toluca yep. Lake. Toluca Lake, if you will. Man-made lake, I would say. Yes, of course. I remember waking up after we got roofied together and looking out the window. That's another story. Nothing. I just want to say that nothing bad happened to us, but we were drugged. Should we tell it just after this as like our like, sure. big finale? Yes. <laughs> okay. I guess then let's start from the beginning. Okay. I had just turned 21, and for my birthday present, your mom and my mom like helped arrange. Basically, you guys were already going to go to LA on a yeah. trip, and... My mom and your mom arranged for me to come with. Yes. And your older sister, Kim, who at the time was the tour manager of the band Soul Asylum, was also going. Correct. So Soul Asylum was going to be performing at the Troubadour. Yeah. And your brother at the time, who was in music production, lived there. Correct. In Toluca Lake. Correct. So we went on a vacation. We stayed at the Sunset Marquee. Yes, correct. Bad and bougie. It was great. It's the best place in LA. It's also like worth the investment to stay there because the concierge can literally make my accent was so bad. The concierge, <laughs> concierge can literally make anything happen. It's the best place to stay. Um, and they got us on the list to go to Bootsy Bellows, which is like to this day like one of the like coolest clubs in LA. For sure, it's owned by David Arquette. Random. And, yeah. Um, and it's a really cool place to hang out and spot some celebs. Yeah. So we went, we got there way too early. Do you remember that? We got there like 10.30. I know, and everyone was like, you guys are losers. We were, I, we were mega losers. We were like, fuck. We didn't yeah. know that in LA you were supposed to show up at like Midnight. 11 or 12. Yeah. Yeah, like Or 12. later. Yeah, but the other thing is, those bars don't stay open past 2. I know. It's so like, what, I have two hours of good partying? I'm trying to get my drink on. What yeah, am I supposed on. to do? Yeah. Um, let's describe our outfits. Oh my. So this was great. I was wearing like some tight little black pants, like like legging-ish pants, but they were, you know, some like black heels, black tank top, and like this cream blazer. It was like a peach. It was like a dusty blush. Yeah, it was like this like trendy blazer that I had. And then you had like I feel like a side pony and a tease. No, I think my hair was down. Down a tease? Yeah, down and like curled, but like two step. Yeah. Very cute. I, on the other hand, look like Lizzie McGuire in The (laughs) Clerk. Guys, guys, guys. Guys. A nude patent leather platform pump. Which are, they're so cute, you guys. um, A tight bandage, hot pink miniskirt. 
<laughs> a tiered white tank top from J. Crew with an open denim shirt. It was an extreme it. look. Oh my god, I thought I looked so fucking cool. I thought you did too. I was like, I thought I was like California. Like, I literally looked like everyone else in the club was wearing like beige or black or white. Yeah. Like, no one was wearing colors. No and I was colors. Like, Hello! I'm not from around here. Please drug me. Yep. So we were each like a margarita and a half in. Literally one drink. We saw, okay, we saw Topher Grace yep. get turned away from the VIP room. Yes. And he just started yelling, like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you serious? Like, are you serious? Really, really? He was pissed. He was so mad. And we also saw David Arquette dancing on the dance floor with a marionette puppet yes. in his hand that looked like Voldemort. Yes. And he and was, he was like, dancing with it. Like, dun, yeah, dun. he was, like, dancing with it. And I remember, like, waving at him. It was, like, as if, like, in high school when your friend had a basement party and the parents, like, peeked down and you sort of waved at them, like, thank you for having me. It's like I gave him one of those waves. Yeah. And he sort of just gave me, like, a polite nod. Uh-huh. Like, why are you waving at me? And then there were like there was a girl in a cat suit like dancing on the wall like mm, 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 this place mm. is so extreme. You it guys. was oh god stepping into another world. It was really crazy. Yeah, and then we started talking to Judah. There was this guy that started talking to us. He introduces himself as Judah. He was he kind of looked like he was on Shaws of Sunset. Like that was the yeah type he was. yeah yeah. Um, and we're talking to him, and whatever whatever. All of a sudden like. Everything just goes to black. Yeah. Just fuzzy. I remember I was going to the bathroom, and I was on my way out, and I had TP on my shoe, and you were going, bip, 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 bip. <laughs> that sounds like... And you were literally, yeah. like, screaming after me, because it was, like, stuck to my pump. Like, can you fucking imagine? <laughs> like, Katy Perry, same you as toilet paper stuck to my shoe. Katy Perry was there that night. Katy Perry, John Mayer, the Twilight Kids. Yeah. Everyone was fucking it, was the, it was, like, a Twilight party. Was yeah. The Twilight In the VIP room. Like, thing. Um... Yeah. And, and, so, and he was like, I can get you girls some wristbands. Yeah. So we were like, no, 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 whatever. I had a boyfriend at the time, so I was like, I don't want to talk to this person. So luckily, I had texted my brother to come and pick us up, like, before... Because we were supposed to be meeting up with him and his friend. Exactly. So luckily, I had texted him to pick us up before everything started going, going all crazy. Mm-hmm. So he was already on his way to get us, so that was great. But it just went black. Like, I, we just, neither of us were even on the same planet. Well, he, he went to call us, and there was this, like, area where you could go outside to smoke, and it was, like, this, like, opaque black glass so that you could, like, smoke, but no one on the street could see who was inside. Mm-hmm. And we went out there thinking it was the exit, and we were stuck, and so Sean said that Clayton on the phone, that's Clayton's brother, said that Clayton said on the phone, like, they won't let us leave, like, we're stuck. And so that's when he knew that we were, like, super fucked up. Yeah. And he, like, described us to the bouncer and was like, if y'all don't let me in there or get my sister and her friend out of there, y'all are going to have a problem. Yes. He was like, they weren't going to let him in. He was like, I'm getting in there, whether you like it or not. Yeah. So fucking deal with it. <laughs> so hot. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. So. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, then we get, like, plucked out of the club. And then we find out later that as this was happening, Sean's friend Ben saw this petite girl with a white dress and a period stain on the back, and her friend was helping her stand up, and she goes, I fucking hate this place. Let's go back to Venice. (laughs) And then they put us in Sean's car. We puked on the side. I probably did. It's a white Mercedes. Yeah. We puked on it, I think. Puked on the side. I wake up. Or no, no, no. Then the bathroom. Yeah. (laughs) Tag teaming a trash can in a yeah, toilet. Yeah, we're one both bathroom. vomiting like crazy. This is after one margarita, by the way, like one and a half margarita. And we were like going into senior year of college, so like we could hold our liquor at that yeah, point. Yeah, we like, there was know, no reason. We had been trained well on some peach brunettes. Oh yeah, it's dark time. Yeah, um, really dark. But we were both like throwing up. Like one was in a trash can, one was in the toilet. It was just it was horrible. And then I remember waking up and looking down. My skirt was upside down, inside out. Mm-hmm. I think I had, like, peed and not known how to put it back on. Yep. Um, my tampon was entirely saturated. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. Um, All right, we're getting right I looked here. down the the couch, and my puke was, like, down the side. Yep. And then I looked up and saw this beautiful Toluca Lake, like this view of all these beautiful houses. I was like, not fucking bad. Yeah. Where the fuck am I? And then I see you sleeping, and I'm like, okay. And, yeah, I remember your brother being like, Miley Cyrus lives across the lake. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, he had just put us to bed, I guess, and, like, on, like, two separate ends of this couch, and it was, like, just bad. I mean, like, it could have been way worse. 
Oh my god, it's only a funny story. I mean, like, holy shit, this is the best case scenario, but it's so scary. And your mom had said, like, girls, she literally texted us as we got there to the club, girls, make sure to watch your drinks, you're not in Bloomington normal anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Like, with, like, a smiley face, and we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like we We, never put them down, but we were so overwhelmed that we were just, like, holding them out and, like, not covering them. I don't know. And everyone was standing so closely to each other that, like, it would have been easy. And we had... Then we got back to the hotel and we literally slept till like 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. It was nuts. All day long. Yeah, it was really intense. Puking. It was like the worst hangover of my life at that point. Yeah, you don't even know hungover until you've... Oof, woof. Luckily, it was like the most beautiful hotel room ever. We watched the Kardashian marathon and I just like <laughs> slept did. in that bed all fucking yeah. day. Yeah. And I took a bath at one point. I remember just like being in the bathroom just and being like, soaking. oh my god. Yeah. Like, why did I do this? Yeah. Oh, I also remember, sorry, before we got back to the hotel the next morning, we went to In-N-Out Burger. Yeah. It was my first and only experience at In-N-Out. And the song, It's Always a Good Time by Carly Rae Jepsen and Owl City was playing. It's always a good time. With the top down on the Mercedes. It was this beautiful morning in LA. And I remember thinking, like, the irony of this right now, like, this happy song, this beautiful morning, this cool car... Um, and we're just, like, hungover garbage <laughs> people in the back. And I remember eating my In-N-Out so fucking fast, and then being like, I have to go. I'm puking in the In-N-Out bathroom right after. Yep. Woof, ladies and gentlemen. Woofty, dufty. Yeah, and bad. here we are. And that's why we don't club in Chicago. We don't do it. Or anywhere. Anywhere. Just it's don't like, do it. Now I just want to go to a bar where there's, like, a seat, and it's quiet enough, and I can monopolize the touch tunes. That's all that's important to me anymore. Right? Yeah. I just—I mean, I still want to play Carly Jepps, and I want to play "Cut to the Feeling" at every uh-huh. single bar I'm at. Yep. Then maybe go home and grab up some shawarma, fall asleep on the couch. Nice. Yeah, I'm all about that drunk Mediterranean food. Yeah. Because I convince myself that it's healthy. Sure. Why not? It's like chicken off a spit, and some rice and cabbage. I'm not a Mediterranean food kind of girl, but I respect—I uh, respect you. Thank and, you. Um, I'm not gonna say anything more because I don't want to offend. Thank you so much. You're so nice. Um, is there any stone that we left unturned? I mean, obviously this isn't the last time you're going to be on Brown Eyed I Corn. hope not. This it's also so fun. Yeah, it's the first time, but definitely not the last. No. Is there anything we forgot? I think that's it, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for Just listening. Thrown on. Thank you for being here. Oh, do you want to plug your social media accounts? Oh, sure. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at C-A-J-O-Y-N-E. Same on Instagram. I was stupid and didn't get my full name. But um, <laughs> <laughs> that's where I am. Follow me. Yeah. The best content is on Twitter, guys. Oh, totally. Your Twitter's yeah. lit. Thank you. I appreciate you. I'm at Hannah A. Brown. H-A-N-N-A-H-A-0-W-N. I, like, I'm like Ingrid. Just give me all the follows. And <laughs> all of them. After all we talked about. Get those I, dopamine hits, yeah, girl. That's boom, boom, all boom, I boom. All right. Well, love you guys. Bye. Bye.